Welcome back to Show Me Today. A legislative effort aims to help public school students pave a roadmap for the future. Elisa Nelson talks to State Senator Carla Esslinger. Well, this particular bill, uh, Senate Bill 136, uh, it provides uh, some guidance to our school systems to be able to provide what we consider to be the ICAP, which is an individual career plan uh, application for every student in in all of our public schools. And and really, it's just a guide uh, for school districts to be able to consider not only a student's uh, academic uh, kinds of progress, uh, but also gives them a kind of a path into what courses or what experiences would lead to them reaching their goals. And these goals are established by the parent, uh, the students, the, the counselor, all together. And then it just gives the kind of a roadmap as to what it is that needs to be done and what things need to be kind of checked off a list uh, so that those kids are really ready to go when they cross that stage in May. You know, uh, I think checklists are important for everyone. <laughs> um, so, so, so this is this is good. Um, why did you decide to file this bill? Well, there's there's times I've been in education for many many years, and uh, you know, my interest in career tech ed, my interest in what really happens to our graduates, um, came to me back when I was a superintendent of schools. And then I became aware that some of our kids would go on to four-year academic programs. Some kids would go to some kind of post-secondary certification training or military, or even maybe they went straight to, to employment. But there was a certain amount of children that just had used, was going through, college, through high school, made decent grades, good attendance records, good citizenship, but they really just didn't have a plan. And they it usually set them back at least a year or so, um, in really being able to do some things that they wanted to do. And so as the superintendent of schools, I mean, the kids knew and they saw me, if it was past Christmas, they knew the first question I was going to ask them is what's your plan in May? Because I wanted them all to have a plan. I didn't even know that there was such a thing as an ICAP. I wanted them to have a plan. And so that's, that's where it started as far as my interest. And it just makes sense to me for us to make sure that all schools are doing this kind of work with their, with their high school kids. Um, so that's why the, the legislation came about. I think it's good practice. I just want it to be something where just because you happen to go to a school that maybe doesn't do as much in the career counseling field, and I want you to have the same opportunity as others. Now, would this be up to the, uh, say, the school counselor to do, or uh, would it be a certain uh, teacher in a certain area, a, a certain subject? How would this work? It really isn't defined that narrowly as to who provides the ICAP or the, or the uh, oversight of the plan. But it does, um, of course, career tech ed, people have the training. And basically, school counselors, what it says, right? But it's a, it's a plan that's put together, you know, as I said before, that's parents, uh, school personnel, and the student. So all, of, all three of those kind of participate in the development of that plan. State Senator Carla Esslinger of Wasola joins Show Me Today to talk about her proposal involving career and academic plans for students. And then um, I see another part of it would be um, requiring each school district to create a process in which a student completes and submits the free application for federal student aid. Uh, Talk about why you wanted to include this as a requirement. 
Well, you know, we all have great goals and aspirations as to what we want to do. But one of the first things that kind of stops some kids short is just that support around tuition or other expenses in post-secondary training. And as you know, the FAFSA uh, is something that when a child fills that out and their parents are a part of it, they become aware that there is opportunity out there. Uh, and it varies with, with the what various fields, you know, which and whether or not uh, what, what kinds of train opportunities there are. But uh, once you become uh, submit the FAFSA, then that whole uh, menu of different kinds of support uh, become apparent. And I think it's just really, really good. You know, we did some research with this piece of legislation, and last year I think it was 70 million that was left on the table. And this year it's 73 million dollars. Uh, that were available through Pell money was still sitting on the table at the end of the day that our post-secondary kids could have used. So just with that information, knowing that we are not accessing or using the amount of support that's out there and available is a reason that I really would like to see every child have that awareness through the FAFSA. And it's not something, I know that this came out, uh, I think at one time that we were mandating it and making kids do this or they could not graduate. And that's furthest from the truth. We're just making sure schools have a process in place to where kids have access to and are aware of the FAFSA, what it can do, what it contains. Okay. All right. So good. Um, That's a good uh, thing to make sure that we clarify. Um, Now, with this also, in terms of the process, does it help? Because that FAFSA can be extreme. There's a lot going on in that whole application. Um, (laughs) Are there supports uh, within this bill that helps the families fill this out? Of course, there's there's supports there at the school uh, that the parents, as as they're filling out and and going through the ICAP, it just seemed like a natural thing to kind of weave the FAFSA in there uh, because there's where the supports and the questions can be answered and uh, during that process, and it's an ongoing process from ninth grade on. So um, I think there's a lot of uh, just understanding and awareness that happens along the way, along that journey for the parents, the students, and also the school. Um, the one thing about the FAFSA, though, that I am proud of is that I know several people have asked, and I believe they finally have made the FAFSA just a little bit less cumbersome. And I'm not sure exactly which aspects were changed, but I have been told by um, my actually, I've got a high school. My daughter is a high school business teacher, and uh, she sometimes is the person that sits down with the child as they're walking through a FAFSA. She teaches in a small school, and she said it's better than it used to be. So I'm I'm very proud to hear that. Okay, good. Now um, exemptions from this requirement under certain circumstances. What does that look like? Well, really, it could be something as. Um, that I really don't need this. I'm, I'm going to go work for my family business. I'm, there's no reason for me to fill it out. The reason for that language in the bill is because every parent needs to have the opportunity or student to say, I'm not, I don't want to do this. It's not a mandate. So that's where there's an out. Okay. State Senator Carla Esslinger of Wasola joins Show Me Today to talk about her proposal involving career and academic plans for students. Uh, three people spoke in opposition to the bill during the public hearing. What arguments were they making? I think sometimes people have the really the mis- misunderstanding that this is causing kids to get on a track in which they cannot get off and that we are uh, kind of defining what their what their work life is going to look like back when they're a freshman. 
and it's not a tracking tool at all. And I think back in the um, maybe 70s or 80s, I'm not sure, I, I can tell you that I've been with school systems that long, that there was a concern that we were tracking children and having them either go the academic route or the vocational route or whatever it was. And this is not, this just opens up the menu for whatever options that that child has defined as their goal. Now, they can switch it up anytime. There's nothing that's causing them to stay with. If they change their mind or have different aspirations, they obviously can just do whatever. We're just trying to help them along the way to give them as much support as we can so that they can do what they truly love. Because we, you know, the whole goal here is that if you ever get an opportunity to do the work that you love, then you never have to go to work any day, right? <laughs> You're just loving your life. So, uh, uh, that's a, that's just kind of the goal. You know, you talked about grades earlier or something to that effect. Does it kind of help to put in front of them, okay, these are the types of grades you would need to be able to get this, this type, <laughs> go into this type of field. Does it get into that whatsoever? Yes, Elisa, you're, you're spot on there. Um, I know that when I've worked with kids that if you can't establish a goal and they really, really want it, it motivates them uh, not only to, uh, you know, stay connected and stay, you know, focused, but they want to achieve a higher uh, grade level. They want to, to be in class every day and they really want to learn the subject matter because it'll make a difference as to whether they're able to do what they have decided they want to do. So. When kids are just going through the motions and taking the English 101 and the, and the history 101, they see no purpose. I think it's really important for us to give that, that connection between these courses, these things that you're learning, you're going to be able to apply to what you've decided you really want to do with your world. All right. State Senator Carla Esslinger, thanks for coming on to talk about your bill. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Wrapping up here on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I don't know if you've been paying attention to baseball at all, watching it on TV, but I got to tell you, I was not a fan of the idea of a pitch clock. But now with that pitch clock in, giving uh, pitchers and batters 20 seconds to get ready in between pitches, uh, I love it. Uh, And I wonder, uh, before the pitch clock, why did these guys take so long? Why did they need so long in between pitches before? I loved it. It's a whole new game. Hey, hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Show me today.